Are you my podcast? 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 Sarah Colonna, what is today? It is the official Mary Radzinski. First of all, I just wanted to say her name. My man there. Um, it is the official season of Married at First Sight, season 15, San Diego. It's not a kickoff special. It's not a kickoff to the kickoff special. It is. Nope. It started. Nope. It's season There's started. There's no panel involved, except for After Party, which was quite delicious. It was. That was fun. Um, I like that they have it back. So, yeah, yes. it is Married at First Sight Wednesday, and we are here. And it seems like just last month there was another season. And that's true. And that is true. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, it. this is just part of our life now. This is just, it is. It just is what it is. I can't, there's no foreseeable future without this franchise in it. So I'm no. kind of, we have to just accept it that this is the first episode of 47 episodes of San Diego. That's right. And we're ready. We're, you know, that we're going to be here I'm all down. season. We're going to have yes. a lot of thoughts and a lot of emotions, and it's going to be a roller coaster as usual. We are growing as uh, we have decided to continue once we finish. You're getting a re- your regular Thursday episode uh, a- as usual. And then we're going to go over to Patreon and keep talking and keep and more thoughts and all the stuff. So if you want to join our Patreon, you get all the extra Married at First Sight content, all of our thoughts when we keep going. Plus, we have Sunday episodes that are just fun, nonsense, silly topics, games, quizzes, all kinds of shit. So you'll actually be getting eight episodes a month if you would like to join our Patreon. Yes, we very much have a good time over there. We very much appreciate your support if you can do it. And uh, man, I love that we don't have to stop talking. It's just a new season is just so invigorating. And we're both really jazzed. And I'm just I'm excited. You can hear it in my voice. My ass cheeks just clenched a little. We basically realized that we're always like we could. There's always more to say, so uh, that's mm-hmm. what we will just continue to do. And also, please, if you are not in our Facebook group, are you my podcasters on Facebook? It is a lively, very fun, very mar- married at first sight, but also a bunch of other stuff. Supportive, fun group. And are you my podcast on Instagram? And then, please, if you can hit the five stars on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify, where they also allow you to do a rating, please give us five stars. And if you can drop a quick line to review us, we would appreciate it. Yes, we very much would. It does, still helps me get out of bed and I can always use help getting out of bed. You know that, Sarah. That's right, girl. Okay. Oh, I mean, here we go. I love that they started with the old family and friends. Whoa, there's cameras here. What could they be possibly here for? Yeah. Now, wait a second. Why why is uh why is Shelly wearing her best outfit and had her hair done and got a spray tan? We didn't know there were gonna be cameras here. What are you trying to say to us? What are you gonna tell us? Um yeah, that's fun. I guess what do we start with? Lindy and Miguel? Yeah, let's start with them. They were sort of first up and uh I I already like this listen, this is the first like true episode of the season. But even, I feel like I already know these people a little bit from the kickoff episode and the yeah. the other one and the other one, which I, I enjoyed. But um, I'm already like waffling on my feelings a little bit about Lindy. Is that <laughs> I wrong? Know. No, I feel the same way. There, There's something. Okay, here's what it is, I think. First of all, she I know that she grew up in a very sheltered atmosphere very religious very strict like no dancing type shit like, on the set you know, of like footloose. footloose yeah yes exactly. yes exactly you gotta go to run out to the train yard and dance on top of a car <laughs> so you don't get caught yeah <laughs> yes that's kind of exactly it and Ugh. i mean she said she was she had her eighth grade class was her and one other person i mean i thought i grew up in a like i graduated with like 60 people and i thought that was small two people yeah real small yeah, that's like there's more people sometimes when you're homeschooled than two people. Yeah, I know. Sometimes I was like, is that what she meant? But I don't know. I just know that she obviously has some 
she even said it. It was kind of funny. She's like, there's a Jekyll and Hyde in my head. Like, what is the church going to think? And then screw the church or whatever, which was cute. And um, how do you not like become, you know, growing up that way? Yeah. I mean, she's she's literally had to take everything she learned and was like, oh, not everyone lives like this. Some people danced. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. So, I, I mean, I have to understand that part. And then and then you've got Miguel, who is this. um He's the game master, apparently, of Dungeons and Dragons, because he met all his friends and they kept saying, where are where is our game master? Um, I mean, I well, she met her friends for drinks and they kept saying she kept saying she wants a man and that she gets hangry. And I don't know that she just. (laughs) Well, yeah. Yeah. And I like one of her friends described her as a little crazy sometimes. And that was a quote. But listen, Dungeons and Dragons, we talked about it last week. It's a thing. I get it. Okay, fine. He's very into it. But this is where he decides to share with his close friends that he's going to be going through and getting married in two weeks. Like, if you had something important to tell me, Sarah, and you were like, hey, meet me at like whatever, and you showed up in a fucking bear costume, <laughs> I honestly don't think that you would maybe get the serious sort of response that you'd be looking for from me. I agree. Um, He, listen, again, you and I don't know anything about Dungeons and Dragons and I got no problem with it. It seems harmless. Right. Yeah. No judgment. Have a nice time. But when he's like, oh, I don't know if my friends are going to like it or they could become monsters or ogres or goblins. Mm. I was like, all right. Mm -hmm. And then Mm -hmm. the Mm -hmm. one friend with the pointy ears, she had like fake pointy ears. She was an elf. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, she she wasn't the judgy. The other one was a little judgy. She had the pigtails. I'm not quite sure what she was dressed up like. Like a, she seemed like a, like one of those. Uh, I don't know, like a milkmaid, like something. I don't know what was happening. I just sure. made that up because of the pigtails. I'll go with that. But okay. she kind of got. She was like a little judgy a couple of times, and I thought, mm-hmm. you know, it's just hard when someone's judging you, but they're like in a costume and it. In a comic book <laughs> store, like well, you just want to be like, "Fuck yes. off!" Give me, I'm not judging you. You can't judge me yet. Like you don't get to judge right. me until there should be you no. Know, ju- that's a no judgment zone. No judgment zone. I want. I wanted her to stop being like, "Oh, I mean, some of your old girlfriends." Well, I'm like, "You're in it." Okay, you know. Well, it's it's exactly <laughs> like you said. The, just the like the ludicrous nature of this conversation. I mean, when the elf friend was like looking at him totally sincere saying that he tends to avoid red flags. I'm going to be like, you have elf ears right now. This whole, everything about this is a big motherfucking red flag. And I'm sorry about the Fs, but it was just a lot. It was a lot. She did. I. She got very specific though. in her red flag, she said, she's like, you know, sometimes you find text messages on people's phones and then you give them another chance and then you find it a second time and you give them a second chance. Then you find it. Oh. A third. I was like, this is real specific. She's got someone. Mm-hmm. She's got someone mm-hmm. in in mind in between those little elf ears that's really gotten on her. That she didn't <laughs> like. So no. And she be in, and then in that she basically called him a doormat, too, you know, and not in, in a way of like, you, you know, you got to that's more than ignoring red flags. That's just being completely like sticking your head in the sand, you know? Right. Yeah. That's more. Yeah. That's not a red flag. That's like the red flag is something. Yeah. Well, yeah, (laughs) there's a lot of red flags all over this episode. But I was glad to find out that the Dungeons and Dragons role playing does not creep into the bedroom. He did clarify that for us, which I was glad about. We're, yeah, I guess, you know, it's funny. Um, I think we knew where that was going a little bit. And I love that it was like a producer from the show that asked him, you know, just because they're like, okay, somebody's got to talk about this, right? You're wearing a costume. But I was almost like a little disappointed to find out that it's not, that it doesn't, doesn't sort of rear its head in the bedroom. Because like, if you're going to do that, at least kink it up somewhere else to make it fun for everybody. Uh I'll be honest, if if my husband, had, when we met, he told me he was into Dungeons and Dragons and that he dressed up as a bear and went to comic book stores, I would say, great, 
but we don't do that in the bedroom, right? So I have a different <laughs> take on that than you do. Well, see, I, I guess I take it like I would prefer. Now, this is in another lifetime, okay? I don't have a mark. I'm like, whatever. But like, if I met someone, I'd rather they don't tell me that they're into Dungeons and Dragons. They don't even breathe a word about it until we're about to horse around or something and he comes in <laughs> in a fucking bear costume i would be blown away but then i'd also kind of be like all right well what else is you know what else do you have planned it might it, I, I might take to the dungeons and dragons lifestyle more if it was delivered to me that way okay all right i could i see i see you <laughs> i like how uh, you're like you're like i you're basically trying to say i cannot uh, cannot get behind that. I hear you. I hear. Now I'm kind of can't quite around, get behind but, it, but I'm also mm-hmm. surprised. You usually would be the one that if someone came in a bear costume, that you would find the nearest exit and well, while holding I mean, on to like holding your legs closed and running. <laughs> oh, I mean, absolutely, yeah. Fastening my chastity belt back on. Yeah, I mean, you're you're not wrong, Sarah. But I guess I don't want to see a bear costume ever but I mostly don't want to see one out in public. Right. So you'd rather them just keep it in the bedroom. Okay. I listen. If, if everyone's you know, if got I had their, to choose. Yeah. Their, uh, their thing, you know, and that happens to be, don't be surprised when fucking Mark, that's her oh, boyfriend, live in lover, by the way, and the editor of this podcast. And he comes <laughs> trotting home in a bear costume in a couple of weeks. And you're, he's like, what? Sorry. Thought you asked for Wait, it. No joke. My favorite thing <laughs> in the world is going to be next time you and I record and I hop on, you know, we could see each other and I've got my elf ears still on. And you're going to be like, <laughs> Mary. <laughs> be like, Sarah, I cannot unsee that image that you just put in my head. <laughs> um, uh, I will say that Miguel is he's super attractive like I'm not in your stereotypical mind which we all have one when we think probably of like Dungeons and Dragons again right. I have no idea because I've never known anyone that plays it but in my mind he wouldn't be just like this like he's all ripped and hot you know he's very handsome yeah. and he's very active he is. so that's good that makes me because that because I don't know I want him to be active and outdoorsy and whatnot and not just be always, you know, in a comic book store in a costume. So I'm excited that he for that. Yeah. does that. He, and he's hot. He is. He is really hot. He's very attractive. And and yeah, the stereotypical dork, if you will, or nerd, you know, because he himself, he's a self-proclaimed dork, jock. And he said lover and writer. Mm. And I was like, God damn mm. it. You know, I don't mm. do well with that. And no, then he talked about like his love. That. No, he loves to write sappy poems and like, I mean. <sighs> he read one to all the guys at some point and nobody looked comfortable. They all looked like you would, would no. be if he read it to you. Yeah, I mean, that's, and I'll tell you, that takes some confidence and some some mighty balls to just tear into a poem um, that you wrote to tell four new man friends that, yeah. that you just met. And also to say, this might be the best thing I've ever written. Because yes. you're you're giving you're telling them like that's it. So if you don't like that, there's nothing better to come. That was it. <laughs> this is what this is my peak piece <laughs> here. This is now, um. <laughs> what what is it about Lindy? Tell me that you that you have red flags for. Well, and I I am again. I'm being judgy, but that's also like we're all judgy watching a show like this that's why yeah, a that's, show like this exists it's the yeah, point it and so it's not you on know. for us to feel uh you know right romance I, in the air i think i just well number one i saw the way alexis isn't feeling lindy and they showed mm-hmm. that over and over and i think that might have influenced me a little bit but i think that the the sort of just it's not her fault, but like that sort of sheltered upbringing, and then they tend to go like buck wild. I went to college with a girl like that. It's like I just think she's a lot, and it's not her fault, but she's everyone else's problem to deal with. And like even her friends were just like, "Oh, she's a lot, and you're gonna need someone." And we talked about this before, where what was it that she'd need somebody to like put her in check or something? Where it's just like. Grow up. Yeah, like she maybe live some- a little life before you do this. You know, I mean, she's only right twenty seven. I think, yeah, that could. You're right. She was the one. Everyone was. She kept saying like she needs to be put in her place and stuff. I, I'll, I'll, I, I will definitely say that I was feeling 
a little bit of those same feelings towards Kristen by the end of this episode as well. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, in a, okay. in a different way, which, well, let's get to Alexis and Justin first okay. because yeah. they were next. And, um, you know, he he's the one, he's the very tall guy. He's six eight. And he I, is the one whose brother is like not having it. Can can I tell you that first of all, he really likes to talk about how people want to know what he's packing. Oh my word, he does. He does. I know you probably blush every time. But did mm-hmm. you see the moment where he started talking about that and they showed him pick a cucumber up off his counter of his kitchen counter? Are you fucking no? I totally did not see that. Oh, oh my I god! I was like, shout out to production. They were production like, production with the sense of humor. Oh, they were like, just now, right before he says something about women want to know if he's packing, <gasps> we're gonna have him pick up a cucumber off of his oh, Sarah countertop, and I <sighs> laughed and I giggled. Angela Lansbury, Nancy Drew over here. I would. What would I do without you? That's like the stuff I want to know. You know, I love it. Well, I I'm surprised you missed it. I'm curious to see. Well, here I'm sure. I was probably blushing. I was probably probably my hand over my eyes. Uh, Well, here in the podcasters group or on the on the Instagram page, I'm sure if people caught that, but um. Maybe I'll even find a still of it and try to throw it up there for everyone. Oh, my God. That would be that would be lovely. um, Well, okay, so he look, he's you know, the stuff we already learned about him is that he he was engaged before, but he kind of gave us a little more insight. Like he wants she wanted someone wealthy. Well, like like a sugar daddy. Yeah. He basically said that he was in his early 20s and she was basically like right right before maybe a month out. She said, well, I wanted someone who was more set financially and all this. And he said, I, well, I didn't even get a chance to be set financially. I'm 23 or whatever he was yeah. at the time. So, and then he went celibate for a year and because women just wanted the D his brother and sister-in-law who he met with. They don't think that he's ready. I guess his brother raised him, right? Yeah. From, from the eight, he said 14 to 19. Okay. And, yeah. and they were obviously very close. And look, I don't, I, the way the brother and sister-in-law both were like, look, we just aren't sure you're ready. And this kind of feels forced. And what if it doesn't work out? And after your last breakup, you left the state and we don't want to see you go through that again. So I, their intentions to me are fine. I mean, a, a couple of weeks when we first saw the way he was handling it, I was kind of like, oh, I don't know about this, but it all makes perfect sense. I mean, I think these are very reasonable uh, <laughs> concerns to have for a loved one doing this show. A million percent. And actually, I thought that was one of my big takeaways from After Party tonight was when how he he got into it a little bit more because um, Keisha was like, what's the deal? Like, how come your brother is so nervous? And Justin talked about how, yeah, before he he, they, he and his fiance broke up a month before their wedding, that they had a plan to move to Colorado afterwards. And he still did that. He moved to Colorado and then lived there for like four and a half years and found himself. And so he was kind of saying that like my bro, I sort of withdrew after that from like my family a little bit. I had to go kind of figure out who I was, what I wanted, blah, blah, blah. And and that maybe they didn't really know him or who he is today as much as he would have liked. Right. And I, and I guess the brother even, I like, and he got emotional on after party too, talking about it. He just yeah. seems like a really good guy. Um, I know. Hopefully, he doesn't let us down. Oh, he'll let us down. Yeah, they always let us down. It's just it's when everyone on this show lets us down at some point. Mm -hmm. But I did appreciate too that his brother kind of said, "Like, look, I I just even when they talked and kind of made up, he said maybe I just wasn't realizing how ready you were, and I am feeling better about it." You know, he kind of stunted him in his mind back to that last relationship almost. Yeah, exactly. Like on the wedding day, I think that was the conversation they had. But um, well, Alexis, I she better not let me down because right now she just <gasps> brings me joy to watch. Me too. I can't honestly. She will break our hearts harder than anybody if she does. If she is not as great as she's as I want her to be, and as she is right now in my eyes, I will be yes. very upset. 
I like the noises that come out of her, her little excited noises. Oh, I like her, her energy, her joy. Mm-hmm. I like her. And she is. She does seem full of joy. And and in this show, mm-hmm. I'll take it from her. But right now, she has it. And- <laughs> I know. I know. Poor fuck. <laughs> but she, I, I like, you know, she. we met her guy friends. They all seem great. And as she put on that little tiny veil to tell him she's getting married. Oh. And I just feel like she's a badass. I like that she has these protective guy friends. I liked the conversation they had. I liked when she said, um, well, well, they brought up that she had been proposed to three times and I just meant to check in on you. Are you, are you okay? Yeah, no, I, you know, it just was a reminder of that. I'm, you know, I'm not like someone who's valued, valued as a potential wifey first and foremost, but I'm, I'm getting over it. Thank you though, for checking in. Yeah, I can tell by the sound in your voice that you're not holding on to when Pastor Cal said that last that week at all. It. Yeah, you're totally mm-hmm. fine. That you think that the totally it's fine. fine that he thinks the only way to, that you can be valued is uh, if you've been proposed to, and you just haven't been. You know, now zero times because she's been proposed to three times, and that showed Pastor Cal just how valuable she is. So no, I mean, yeah, it's fine. So it's fine. No, you feel you sound great. Um, it's fine. I did like her friends. I liked, again, she, you know, she talks about, she's like, I'm tired of having my mom as my emergency contact. And um, she, she asked them what she could work on. And they said delivery. They said, they said, you need to work on your delivery and that you need a strong man who's going to reel you in a bit when you, you know, start spiraling or whatever. Yeah. And I watch like in those scenes, I'm thinking, I don't know if that's Justin, you know? Right. I know. Yeah. It's I'm not sure either. You're you're 100 percent correct. I don't know either. I don't. He seems uh, calm to me, except mm-hmm. when he was trying, <laughs> except when he was trying on his tuxes. And oh, my word, I, I don't know if he I think he was dr- I think he had some drinks in him for that because I hope he did. You know, I, <laughs> like deep down, I hope he was. I hope he would blow a a, a, a level of intoxication <laughs> because, yeah, it was kind of was a lot. Well, it did. See, it just we hadn't seen. I know it's new, but it just seemed a different aspect of his personality. And obviously, we'll see that. But this, it seemed uh, to be enhanced by something. Perhaps mm-hmm. a couple of vodka sodas or whatever he likes to have before he goes. Tuck shopping, which, by the way, have some drink. I had some champagne when I went dress shopping. Good for you. But he definitely was feeling in himself. He was like, look at me. I love when his brother was. was like, you, you look like you're about to serve a drink when he was in serve all that a white. Drink. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was hysterical. And his nephews were so cute when they like the, the was it the their dad? I guess the brother was like, what do you want? for your uncle for a woman they're like we just don't want her to be awkward or something <laughs> which speaks to who he was with in the past a tad bit but yeah um oh when yeah. he snapped his suspenders on himself and he was like okay that hurt a little i was it did it oh. really did make me laugh but he he was feeling himself during that uh moment and but so i saw there was a little bit of maybe there's a little more personality he just seems very sweet and then i saw that yes. and i'm like okay maybe he's got a little something to him because she is she's definitely going to be way more bubbly and outgoing than him it seems like but then how did your feelings change because they were the one couple that we saw actually get married and it it was a complete 180 to me in terms of him what do you mean like i felt like he had so much moxie so much like swagger and was so just like, and it, hey, maybe he was half in the bag again. Maybe he's just a really fun drunk, you know. But <laughs> on the wedding day, unfortunately, um, she's going to be like, I can only say yes on decision day if you're always buzzed. Um, right. But like, he just, he matched Alexis, her energy, her. And I was like, oh, thank God. I, I thought, because I thought he was going to be like meek and mild and quiet. No, I agree. I thought he was very and he and it wasn't it wasn't really the same that he was in the um trying on Texas where he was just like, you know, obviously kind of buzzed and having a little bit too much fun. Like I thought this seemed he he she she put out her hands and he goes, I we we got this. And yeah, I just felt he had this calming presence and he did seem, like you said, a little more 
Like he had some moxie, he had a little something, something. Yeah. Like it was, Um, it made him more attractive, I think. And again, he's an attractive guy, but I think it made him, you know, it was just very attractive uh, characteristics, the confidence that he showed and like easygoing, but like, yeah, I, I dug it. She, she didn't, she wasn't into him that that physically though. She said he's not like she goes. Well, he's not awful, but he's not my normal type, which was a weird way to put it. But I feel like that's probably just Alexis talks. She says whatever whatever's on her mind. Um, well, it's like the same way she said him being six eight is uncomfortably tall. Right. Well, like you know, sort of a backwards she, fuck you. <laughs> I mean, she really told she told them she wanted tall. She even was sitting with her friends and they said, what if you get someone who's like my height? And she said, don't speak that evil into my life. I mean, she wanted tall and she got fucking tall. She got tall. I mean, yeah, it's like, be careful what you ask for. I guess they take the thing that you ask for the most and they figure if we just give you a lot of that one thing, we can fi- we can bail on several of the other things you said were non-negotiable. <laughs> Yeah, the fact that we forgot about everything else you asked for. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. I I liked the friends. It's, to me, it says a lot when you have like really strong friends who basically just adore you and are protective of you. But um, yeah. one thing that I really liked was when she was trying on dresses and the one friend was like, you need to buy the dress that you want, not what you think is trying to impress him or what you're trying to guess that he might like. Because she yes. she said, well, if he, what if he's a little more reserved and he doesn't like this? And they were, they said, you have to be you. You have to show him what you want to show him. And, and it's your first impression. So I liked that. I liked that she was being pushed that way. I did too. And I, I, like you said, they even just really strong friendships and, and it speaks volumes about her as a person, the friendships that she has, you know? And I do, she looked, I mean, I love the dress she picked. Yeah, I did too. And I, it wasn't a lot. It wasn't, you know, I mean, she's got a nice bust and it, it just enhanced it. Like it just, enhanced I don't know. It, it was, a, I thought it was a beautiful dress. I thought she looked mm-hmm. good. I mean, I loved when her mom came in and boy, did she get emotional. She got so oh. emotional to, well, to the point where you would almost be scared if you didn't know her. You'd be like, oh, no, is she yeah, is she going to recover like, from this? Right. Do we need to get her a ride? Um, no, I felt that her mother was just the most wonderful mother person role of where it was like when when she was so upset and her mom's like i'm here for you it's okay like i was tearing up it's like when you're upset or scared and like of calming voices like are you okay i mean her mother was like made me melt i just love their relationship yeah and then she was dabbing the sides of her eyes so that she didn't mess up her makeup but yeah it was good so i mean she has they obviously have good people in their lives just like he has the brother who's really looking mm-hmm. out for him and her mother's looking out for her and their friends. Um, so that part of them might mesh well, but I don't know. I don't like when the first impression is the way that she, she didn't seem excited about him. Well, it's, it's not, it doesn't feel like a surprise though to me. I mean, it's everything that we were kind of saying before. I mean, I think this could end up being like, was it Jamie Otis? Was she the one that was like miserable and she wasn't yeah. attracted and not? Yeah. And then like, but it was she a, whatever. Was real extreme. I mean, she, you know, she was, a, she was yeah. almost like Alyssa was, but not. She it, was you know, shitty. She, yeah. Yeah. She was, she was she, shitty about it. She, she was grossed out and stuff by him. Well, that's not where this is happening. No. I mean, I'm using no. the terms grossed out. I was very surprised with how tall she is. I don't know if they, because like clearly she wanted tall, but I never really thought it was because she's tall. But when they showed them standing side by side, I mean, he didn't dwarf her, which then leads me to my next thought of her torso is probably a little bit, you know, longer. It's not like she's a, a, a short gal where maybe he won't bottom out. Right. Wait, bottom out? Yeah, like his dick's too big. Have you ever? Because you 
because that's a problem. Like, that's just as bad as like a small, you know, but maybe they were like based on like the measurement of her insides oh, because I she's a tall it. lady. That is very specific. I that is such an image I I was not expecting. Is that too much? Um, it's that not, too- I mean, listen, it's already been said and it's I mean, it's have you thought. ever been afraid of someone bottoming out? I mean, that's that it's terrifying. <laughs> I don't I've just I don't think I've ever thought of it that way or heard that term, but now I'll never be able to not think about it. And I, I think hope it's for them. my term, but then I also like have no idea. Right. But it's well, just what makes it just sort of that's what it seems like. But anyway, I'm just saying if if it was like um, you know, a, a lady, you know, like Alyssa's size or something from last night, like a like a less tall person, a shorter person, that it might be a little. They probably they had to take that in consideration. Anyway, moving on. Sorry. Well, I think it was good that when you see them together, it's not like a crazy height thing. Yes, I, it's not as if right. she's all the way right. down there and he has to. You know, um, I well, don't. Yeah. I, she's very fit. They both are fit. I, I like them. I think they're good. And I do too. Honestly, if 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 sex is a problem um, for them in any way, shape or form, even if it's just that she's not sure she's attracted to him, luckily for everyone, we have a suggestion this season, don't we, Mary? Oh, my God, Sarah. Holy timing, right? Yeah, I mean, we absolutely well, do. It's perfect timing, in fact. It's- Perfect timing for for this exciting news that we have to that we have to share with all of you, Sarah. Tell them. we have a a new sponsor there. It is Dame Products D A M E Products dot com, which you will be able to get fifteen percent off using our code My Podcast, all one word. It is not case sensitive on your first order at Dame Products dot com, and it is a sexual wellness company. And guess what? They sent us a couple of their products. Oh, <laughs> I'm okay, Sarah. I mean, listen, we have been waiting for you know, it's like when they say, like, with rescue animals, they choose you. This sponsor chose us because I have been standing by my window waiting for these products to show up, and they showed up weirdly for both of us today. I know. So we didn't. Okay. So full disclosure, because we we we're open gonna listen, kimono. We're, open kimono. We did not. We have not tried them yet. We both thought it would be weird to uh, go go try one right after married at first sight. So and right yes. before we recorded. So we just got them, and I'm very excited to try them. We both got the Eva, which is uh, their vibrator for couples that is hands free. So hands it, free for yes. couples. So basically it can, it, it nestles close to the body and it stays put with like just one finger. I guess you just kind of hold it there. I'll let you guys know. Um, and then <laughs> that way you can move around, try different positions while it vibrates for you. Look, mom, no hands, but like you wouldn't because you're not telling your mom or maybe you are. I don't know the relationship you have. I was very excited to see this as a vibrator for couples. In fact, when Mark was sort of like, like, Mary, you got some gifts. I'm like, we got some gifts. <laughs> Buckle up, buddy. Buckle up. Well, and they also sent us uh, the Air, which is a personal device so that you can do it without your partner or without a partner or I guess with one, too. doesn't matter. But I'm excited no because my husband's going out of town. So I'm going to be strapping this bad boy on. It's not, well, you don't have to strap it, but it's a, um, it's a little, it's for fans of oral stimulation. This is the air, A-E-R. It creates thrilling pulses of air and a soft seal around your little man in the boat so that you can <laughs> go all the way. And I mean, I'm excited to try that one. I got to tell you. It's got five Sarah. intensities and five bi- vibration patterns, just FYI. Same, same, same. Also, the fact that it can improve the quality of your sleep and help you de-stress, even relieve pain. And then not going to lie, I'm not mad that it says perfect for beginners. <laughs> because I mean, I'm, you know, I don't know, not whatever. Anyway, I'm excited. I'm very excited. Yeah, I'm into trying that one. And I obviously you can use it alone or with someone. And I think you can also use the Eva without someone too, because then oh, it's still, yeah. I mean, so, you could do what you want. And I just want to point out, Sarah, 
um, that it says here, I know the air is going to be a fun time because it's waterproof. Oh, boy. You know what that means. That, that means. They've, they've had to cover all the bases. <laughs> they, it means it works well. So mm-hmm. go to dameproducts.com and use our code MYPODCAST my podcast, for 15% off. Don't sleep on that deal. Kristen and well, Mitch. <laughs> I was going to say, let me, do you mind if I just fan myself for a couple minutes? I just, um, Kristen and Mitch, Sarah, I mean, I'm excited to hear what you have to say about your thoughts on Kristen. Okay. It was, here's what happened. And again, we're just going off of what we're seeing. We're seeing little snippets. She was, she's a little bit too, I'm, I'm, I need to be a wife. I'm going to be a wife. I'm ready to be a wife. I earned this. I deserve this. And I know that it comes from the fact that she's the one that had a wedding planned. And then um, her fiance's mistress came and told her like, I don't know, a couple days or two weeks, something crazy before the wedding that he had been banging her for six months. So she, I like what she did. She said she spent her whole life savings on a destination wedding, which I don't recommend spending your life savings on a destination wedding, but she did. And I think she's still fine. So whatever. Yeah. Um, but I like that she took that. It, she still went and she had all her friends and they just had a really big party. And she's like, I turned something really sad into something amazing and the trip of a lifetime. So I liked her attitude about that. Right. Yeah. But- very Carrie Bradshaw. Totally. And, but throughout the episode, I felt like I kept hearing her say things like, um, but, but, you know, I deserve to be a wife and I, I just, do you know what I mean? Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I mean, she kind of feels a little, I'm trying to think who she, oh, you know, I'm bad at this. She definitely reminds me of somebody from another season and I can't quite put my finger on it, but mm. she just, she also seems she comes off older than 32 to me, like almost like, like you said, like I, I deserve to be a white, like she's, she's fucking 32. That's your double sweet 16. Like take a knee. You're going to be fine. Okay. You have a long time to have a, I mean, I, maybe Is circumstances are different for everybody, but yeah. And he, okay. and then Mitch is 41 and I feel like she seems older than him to me. And right. I'm not saying it'd be like based on looks or whatever. No, no, I know what you mean. If I met her, I would think she's like, like we went to school together. Yeah. She just seems like, oh, all right. You know? I, yeah. And I guess it's like her, she said her fear of is dying alone with no children. And it just like everything is so, um, oh, and then she said also uh, that she was a child of divorce. And so that can make you seem like you're doomed to never have no love. And I just... Everything is so, it just sounded like she was talking from the 50s at times, if that makes sense. Yeah, I just, like a little dated. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm I don't know. It just rubbed me the wrong way. And I'm not saying that people don't fear dying alone and that people, of course, when you want to have children, it's different. And I don't. So for me, getting married wasn't a huge priority in my life because I, I don't, I don't, I've just never wanted kids. So I understand I come from a different angle, but also my parents got divorced when I was a kid and my dad's been married fucking four times. And I never felt like I wasn't deserving or love of love or not going to find someone or had like a scarlet letter. I just don't like that attitude. A lot of people get right. divorced. No, I agree. I don't I don't like that either. I don't think there should be a stigma on that. And I would just say for the, as someone who doesn't have kids and I don't want to die alone and I'm not married right now. Having kids doesn't mean you're not going to die shy alone. Stacked against you, Mare Bear. <laughs> you better better well, hop on one of those one of those vibrators. Try I know. to have a nice day. I know. I know. Let me just get in my elect- electric scooter and go to the grocery store. I'll put my cane <laughs> in the front basket and just I'll sit on my air my suction vibrator and just be smiling the whole time, and no one will know why. But um, uh, yeah, I just she just it's like just dial it back a notch, you know? And then I thought, I don't know. It was, she's, I well, don't know. I, don't I know, know something that would drive you crazy that the, her friend, when she met with her friends to tell them that she was getting married and I thought her friends were fun. They were like, what about uh, the sex sucks? And is the size uh, on the questionnaire? I mean, I, this whole episode was about size. Apparently in my it mind was, there and was a lot of dick talk. <laughs> there was a lot, even circumcision talk later. I mean, it was overwhelming, but um, it, it, she, I guess they kept going like, well, this is crazy, but it is Kristen. 
and yeah like oh so Kristen yeah and I don't know why that stuff annoys me I think I just bartended too long and just like too saw too many (laughs) girls have too many cosmos you know and just been like oh my my god God. let's have one more because we're crazy and I'm like you've had two that's not crazy that's fucking lunch so right (laughs) (laughs) on a Tuesday okay (laughs) yeah like no, exactly. It's it's you're so Kristen. It's just it's almost like I don't know if you agree with this, but in my head, I want it's like somebody thinks they're way more interesting than they are. <laughs> you know, it's right. kind of like and your friends just support that because it's just easier. It's just like, oh, crazy Kristen. What a what a wacky bitch she is. So fun. <laughs> so much I mean, fun. Remember that vacation when she spent <laughs> her life savings and took us oh. all because she didn't know how to, you know not have a triumphant situation at the like whatever yeah it just i think look we're judging everything based this is what we do and she might yeah. turn out to be lovely and she seems great she seems smart she seems she's got her life together her shit together i just it just started rubbing me the wrong way and um obviously the child of divorce thing really struck a chord with me but well yeah i could see I was that just, i was just like yeah, yeah. you're fine um one one thing I just wanted to add about her that I took away from After Party also was that she does explain why she didn't tell her dad until the day of. Because last week when they showed that as a preview or whatever, like that really annoyed me because I thought that's some selfish shit. Like you're going to spring this on your dad and you, you, you have every opportunity to tell him ahead of time and you're going to like do this on camera. I just I didn't like that for some reason. Um, but she did explain on after party and it sort of made sense when she's like, listen, I already dragged everyone out to a destination wedding with no groom once, you know, yeah. like she was kind of like, you know, I, I don't want to do that shy. again. Yeah. I want to make sure yeah, and this goes through. Mm-hmm. And then it even hit home a little more when she said, this is the sort of thing I wanted to tell him in person, not over the phone. So it led me to believe that they might, maybe they don't live near each other. There was no way to see each other before this visit or whatever. And that, you know, so that was just a little, a little nugget that I thought was interesting. No, I agree. And it made me not think that part was nearly as crazy because I was even thinking, why don't her friends say something when she tells them, why don't the friends go, Hey, I think maybe you should tell them before, but then, you're right. The after person she gave to Keisha, I mean, the after person, the explanation she gave to Keisha on after party, whew, put a lot of words together there. That was um, a lot. It was it was. Wordy. It, made, it made sense. Now, one thing mm-hmm. I want to say is I don't know if you noticed this, but Mitch and Kristen, they <gasps> both do yoga. Oh, that is true, Sarah. <laughs> mm-hmm. They yeah. both do yoga. Yeah, like I don't know if you noticed that. If they, I didn't. I wasn't sure that they showed them doing yoga. Did they, enough? Did, did they show it a hundred times, or was it not enough? Yeah, yes. no. Yeah. I mean, thank God for that. What well, what strong marriages aren't based on beach yoga? You know, that's a good point. That is a very good point. I mean, when all else fails, uh, no, it's it's going to be fine because when she finds out he has. Commitment issues. Uh, did the show oh. basically because he needs to be forced to get married is pretty much what he said at some point on this episode. I, I'm I'm paraphrasing, but he said that. And I, yes, or go yes. ahead. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. And his brother and sister in law basically said we don't think he's ready to get married, but he's a but he's a good guy. Uh, so at least they have yoga when she finds out that he is. By no means looking to get married. Yeah. I wonder I wonder who's gonna pay for this destination vacation that's uh not gonna end in a long term marriage. (laughs) Other well, I guess I guess the good people at Lifetime are married at first sight. But um couple of things with Mitch. Mitch was Mitch was a front runner for me last week. Okay. I really Mm -hmm. dug him. I think he's an attractive guy. Maybe it's also because he's 41, a little bit more mature. But then, like, he he said he likes the term wifey. That mm. that that doesn't match my recycling and fixing the world views of Mitch. I don't like that at all. Um, he did say he has an inappropriate sense of humor. That got me back in. But I guarantee you, 
that his sister-in-law was like has was like single-handedly set him up on this show or something even though i know like you mentioned that the brother and her said that he's not ready to be married i don't see him as somebody that would be like you know thumbing through the papers or the tv or the interwebs and seeing that married at first sight's going to be in san diego and be like you know what i think it's time I think it's time I settled. Somebody no. talked him into this. Yeah. A million he, percent. Exactly. No, he doesn't see anything on paper because he that's a waste of paper. But mm. um, Valid he, point. Yeah. listen, he's a very he's an environment guy. And I like that. I support that. He's he, mm-hmm. he it's like he seems self-aware when he says things like, well, obviously, I'm a little too much. I'll, you know, cause a scene in a cafe if they won't refill my cup, blah, blah, blah. But like, I don't I know that I don't need my wife to act like that. But I don't know if if he's going to be able to hold that back. The brother almost kind of looked at him like, I don't think you're going to be able to help yourself. I mean, his sister-in-law, to your point, seemed real excited about this. So I agree with you. I think mm-hmm. she this was probably her idea. The brother seemed great. He said their marriage gives them, you know, the example of a good marriage and that he's great with kids and all that. Um and even the mom was, you know, enthusiastic. Everyone's excited for Mitch to get married except except for Mitch. Except for Mitch. Yeah. He just he seems a little bit of a of a bummer about it. And um <laughs> like even to the point when they were showing them getting, you know, on their like giving their little phone diary camera the night before, and she was doing exactly what I expected, which is like, it's my wedding day. You know, like fucking <laughs> coming running through there like Monica was on Friends when her and yeah. fucking Chandler were getting married. Um <laughs> And and he was just like, yeah, uh, I've never thought about my wedding, uh, not one time in my whole entire life, but yeah. guess I'm having one. So I'm a little yeah. concerned about this. Yeah, he, he, he doesn't seem quite as gung ho as someone with a pulse should be, you know, <laughs> when they're getting married. He seems, uh, I don't know. He just, he's like, oh, hope she doesn't snore. Like, oh, good one buddy good one i know and you know i i just i don't know i I feel like it's i i don't feel good about this match i don't feel good about it i can't remember i know that we on our patreon which by the way don't forget we're going over to patreon when we finish because we're just going to keep talking because we Um, can't shut the fuck up (laughs) yeah we're going to start going over to patreon and just giving you more content on thursdays after married at first sight just more Okay, just, just more. more. Just more. Um, I can't. We did guess last week uh, something we had never done on the show. We had like guessed off the kickoff special, and I can't even remember now. I wrote it down. I I'll look back halfway through the season, but I can't even remember what I said about them. But I'm not feeling good about. Oh, I remember thinking it might be good because she really wants to have kids right away, and he was a manny once, and also he, uh, you know, works for a nonprofit, doesn't seem to make a bunch of money, and it. But that's great. He's passionate about his job, which is what she said she wanted. She talked about that even this episode. And um, I thought maybe if she still has money that she didn't spend on her first wedding left, that if she's doing okay, she might be like, well, at least he can stay home and take care of the kids. Like, this is a good deal kind of thing. Yeah, I remember that too. Yeah, that makes sense. It's But I thought of you a million percent while I was watching this because I was like, oh shit, thank God Sarah wrote down what we thought because I, for the life of me, I'm, I'm just, I'm so up and down from moment to moment with these people that I, I could not remember what I thought about any of them really. I know. I think I said well, no to most of them, to be honest. I think you probably did. probably the safe bet, but yeah. yeah. If you want to hear that, you can, uh, once you join Patreon, you'll be able to listen to that at all of our content that's already been up there. And that was last week. Um, so yeah, I don't feel good about them this week. And, um, Morgan and Ben, by the way, um, there was, yeah, there there wasn't wasn't a a bunch about them. Well, I think he's adorable. I think she's adorable. What, what's he, he's a, a snack as the kids call him. He is a snack. Now he's a snack. He is a snack. The mm-hmm. kids would say, "Yeah, tasty snack, <laughs> tasty treat." I'd fuck it up and be like, "God, that that kid, that guy's a treat." Anyway, well, mm-hmm. he's a treat too. I th- he's that a guy's delight. off my diet. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's what I'm going to start saying. Be like, oh, can't, I don't have enough Weight Watcher points for that one. 
I like that. And I think you should join TikTok and try to make that a thing. Okay. Oh my God. I'll try. I need to, I need to do a TikTok. Oh, Mary, you can't join TikTok. Why? I can't, you can't even operate Instagram. I, how are you going to join TikTok? Well, maybe Mark could help me. Okay. Because well. that'll help our relationship. We're not struggling <laughs> as it is trying to to work on this podcast together. No, okay. He's this. I'm never mind. He's a treat. Moving he's on. A, he's, he's not he's on a, your. He's you don't have enough Weight Watchers points for him. Yes, I, I agree. Don't. I don't. He, I'm gonna have to dip into my weekend points. But um, he is. He's a snack. Go continue. Well, that's it. He's just. He's he's frugal. <laughs> uh, you know they've made a big point out of that. I, it's obviously going to be a problem because they keep bringing it up. Even though I think she does well on her own. So I thought, oh, she's the one too that wanted to keep their stuff separate. She wants like separate bank accounts, doesn't she? Or he does. Yeah, I think someone I does. I think that was mentioned. Yeah, last week. Cause in our head, like we, when we were talking about it before, we're like, well, that's the only possible way that they'll make it then. Because, um, yeah, she's, I don't, <laughs> you know, I'll be honest, when they showed Morgan telling her friends very flippantly over drinks that she's getting married in two weeks, I like her. Um, But then her one friend was like, yeah, she's anything but passive. And she's like, uh, see this chipped tooth here I got? See this chipped tooth in my mouth, in my face hole? Uh, got it while kick whilst kickboxing with Morgan. Morgan chipped her friend's tooth. I'll tell you what, I would write a bitch off. I do not care how close we are. If you and I are, you know, wrestling around hammered and you chip my motherfucking tooth, it's game over for us. Okay? I agree with you. I thought she was very... It seems Morgan is, I think she's, I liked her backstory. I like that she said the year and a half ago, she was unhappy in her job and her relationship and physically. And then she, her mom talked her out of it and she's feeling good about herself and she's strong and independent. Like, great. But to your point, if she's one of those friends that every fucking party you leave with some kind of physical injury because she doesn't know how to control herself. <laughs> yeah. You're like, okay, Morgan, you got to. Yeah. Like, I don't I don't want friendly wrestling bruises. You know, I don't want anything that's just not I I I would respect her with with the Muay Thai and the the physical fitness and activities. But count me out if and come near my moneymaker, a.k.a. (laughs) my face. I'll cut a bitch. Ben, to your point of him being a, you know, a snack, he, I believe, if I can picture him correctly right now, had like the perfect smile so keep better watch oh, out yes. if she hopefully yeah. she doesn't chip a tooth on the honeymoon or something like they're gonna be the couple that has to wear mouth guards all the time just because <laughs> they're constantly aggressively fucking around with each other or something i don't know and they do well um, he works out like on the side he ba- i think he trains people and he even though he's an engineer and you know listen they showed him cutting coupons and stuff <laughs> Fun I mean, production things. They, yeah. They, yeah. They showed him digging coins out of a couch cushion. I mean, <laughs> come on, production. Uh, if it's that bad, then this was a this is a problematic match. If 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 his frugality, is that a word? Sure. Is it is to now. the point well, thanks. To the point where he's pawned through seats to find some scratch. We have a problem and it's not okay, uh, experts at all. Well, I'm actually shocked because they do live in San Diego and they keep kept showing us the beach. I'm surprised they didn't show us him like on the beach with a metal detector being like, got got one. I got one. <laughs> oh my god, if I got I would that would be so amazing if like production talked them into doing that on their honeymoon. That would be amazing. Oh, uh, maybe it, it wouldn't would. take much talking into. <laughs> Although, and then I was like, "Oh, is he really that cheap, or is this the same? Are they going to focus on this so much to have a a hook with this couple, or whatever the right word is?" But then when he when he was telling his buddies about getting married, his one buddy Kyle was like, "You know, you're cheap. Like you're gonna, <laughs> you're cheap as hell," and that might be why his ex cheated on him. I mean. That is what they I said. Know. I now I thought his friends were a delight. I thought I loved Me when they, they were just like game on. The one guy was like, "Let's go!" When he said he was getting married, I I 
when Ben was like, I'm not that cheap. And he's like, well, you eat, I, you eat a peanut butter and jelly peanut butter sandwich and like banana every day for lunch or something. Bring your lunch. He said something like that. And he's like, you had a 401k since you were 15. But <laughs> that was funny. That, But I did think it was funny when he, he has a sense of humor about it, which might be good. It might be a point they're right. driving home, but they were, they said, what if she wants he, they said, you're going to have to take her out and splurge on her. And he was like, well, we can go on a hike. That's free. And then they were like, what if she wants Ben and Jerry's? He was like, no, not Ben and Jerry's, not the double scoop, no cone. Like that is yes. decadent. It made me laugh. I was like, okay, he's, I he's think poking he's, fun at himself. Yes. So if, if that's the case, um, and by the way, he obviously has to be frugal because he at one point admitted that he eats in his sleep. So I, I guess he runs up a big grocery bill for himself if he eats. Well, while he's sleeping. Um, I w- you know, I was thinking about that myself. That might be good for Morgan. Wink, wink. Get it? Anyway, oh, just kidding. Oh, that was gr- Mary. Wow. Very low, low rent. Wow. Yeah. Somebody's comments, excited but, about um, her little package she got from Dane well, Products I I am, today. Mm-hmm. You know, I've never been happier to see the mailman. When he, he was sort of funny when, um too, he said something like, it's hard to meet women at the gym because everybody has RBF. And of course, I had to remind myself, resting bitch face. But that was sort of funny. But then and he said to uh, if his wife, if he's going to buy his wife gifts for her birthday or anniversary, he's just going to get her stocks. Very much into in- investing in Bitcoin. I mean, I do. Oh, I my bet God. You he's loaded. I, thought he, I thought he said socks. Oh, wait, did he? Shit. I don't oh, know. No. Motherfucker. This is one of those where both make sense in a weird way. I think he said socks because he was and then because then his friend was like, yeah, you're going to have to call me when you give her socks because you're going to be like sleeping in your car. But maybe cause oh. stocks would be like, I don't I know. Stocks because he like, right. Oh, you're probably right. But that I might have mean, that's like, a pretty solid gift if someone gives you some investment, you know, some. Yeah, that's actually. I don't, yeah. I don't know. No, you're right. It was probably socks. I guess I was. It might have been stocks. Stock. It might have been stocks. Now we'll never know because we're in the middle of Either recording way, and we can't go back and fix it now. No, we we just can't go I back. Can't go back and find but, out um, now. Yeah. No. But either way, it would have been a joke. It would have been him poking fun. I'm hoping. Yes. And I, you know. Yeah. I but. yeah, I know. I I I do. I like them both. I think um I do too. I, I don't know, you know, again, there how much of this is gonna be an issue or what we'll see. But like you said, I I liked seeing them sort of joke about it. And then the final couple was Stasia and Nate. Um, we got a new spot. They have a new sponsor this season, jamesallen.com, where they kept a, um, uh, the, saw everyone <laughs> picking out their rings. <laughs> Sarah, I was just thinking, I just like the, watching this show and not talking to you right after is torture. So I'm glad we never have to not do that because I wanted to text you about that. When, since when did Married at First Sight, it felt like The Bachelor with Neil Lane or whatever his name is. Like they're like, uh, they're picking it out and and making yeah. them put the, now pick out the diamond and okay well I don't know but obviously it worked I, was that the one that Steve was on last season was that the same it person ha- it had well, to have been right it had to have been it had to have been but also this you're you are who's paying for this because they were just picking out rocks every so and now every every they woman must give them a an budget. engagement ring. Yeah, I know. I know which, what that is. Which I've we never seen them get an engagement ring before, and it, and, and especially no. with um because they showed uh, Alexis get hers before she went out there, before they got married, yeah. like before. Which I was like, wait, what? Now she, that's a new thing, obviously. Well, look, Stasia and Nate. Um, okay, uh, Pep says they're a natural match and that they're both stylish. She's real into them. Doctor Pepper is. Um, she is. Yeah. She uses her own CBD lube when she talks about him, probably. <laughs> I liked Stasia's mom. Yes. You know, we know that Stasia is successful. We know that she's built her own empire, as she said, and that she doesn't need a man. She wants a man, which I like that attitude. Um, now, she is the one who, like, didn't want to move at after she was she was like late in high school she her parents were going to move and she didn't want to move with that her mom and her stepdad were going to move and she didn't want to move so she emancipated herself and stayed and lived with a teammate she was like i'm fucking staying here i've been here since i was a kid i know these people from kindergarten you guys can go i'm 
But then obviously her mom and her still have a good, really good relationship, like really good. Well, that that made me feel better because I think we learned that she emancipated. I don't even know how to say that emancipated herself um, at 17. And I think I naturally went to a place of like, oh, she must have had a shitty relationship with her parents or her, you know, or her mom. But it was because, like you said, she didn't want to leave. She was, you know, finishing high school in the same spot or whatever. So that led me to believe that it wasn't a strain on their relationship, maybe just that she was really, um, you know, hard headed and not hard headed, but, you know, didn't kind of. Yeah. Was like, fuck it. I'm not I'm not moving. Yeah, no, I, I agree. It made me feel better. I was like, oh, OK, because then her mom. Yeah. Like, they obviously have a good relationship. Her mom's like, you've worked hard. Are you going to get a post-nup after this? Which really makes me wonder how that all works. Like, do they discuss a prenup with the producers? And I don't, we don't have to get into it here, but I think you probably know that I don't really know a whole lot about a post-nup. Nup? Is it? It's like nup, like nuptials. But Mm -hmm. like, is that because, why aren't there more post-nups? I keep saying it. It's I feel like I'm it's like if you say the word canal too many times it stops being a word. But right. post nup. Like I don't like why doesn't everyone do that then? Kind of. Well, I think I, I don't I don't know. I mean, I would guess I'm assuming they don't do pre not they must have some kind of arrangement with this because they can't obviously be like you get married for eight weeks and this stranger is going to get half your shit if you guys don't say yes on decision day. So there must right. be something, something figured out. Yeah. But, yeah. but whatever it is, they are the real conversation of finances must be able to come in like a postnuptial agreement when you're like, and I don't know, people might do it for various reasons. This reason would be because they didn't get to do it before, but right. I guess people could do it for various reasons. Like what if someone, you know, fucks up or cheats or something you're like okay well i'll, I'll take you back but we're getting a post up i mean I'm, I'm sure there's a million reasons that people would get you them or, instead yeah. of a pre or if you yeah or if like something big happens in your life and then you're like well if i don't know i mean it sounds I, more awkward than a prenup conversation but in this situation it makes the most sense yeah no it totally does um, one thing that sort of like, again, just sort of gets my goat is Stasha made a comment about married because I think she's 37. She's like married at first sight is probably the last option for me. And I want to be like, shut up. Like, I know. Shut up. No. I mean, and again, I people get in their own heads and they have. But it's like, stop, you know. But she was also in a way, I think she was referring to the fact that she does want two kids. So, yeah, she was basically saying, I'm on a timeline at this point if I want to have two kids. Um, I mean, Janet Jackson was 50, Sarah. I know. We're not well, out of the woods. You I know. know what I, mean? I'm not saying I agree with you, but I think, it, again, it, I agree with you. It made me, me I know flinch and I, it annoyed me. But I was like, and that's also not your last chance for sure. I mean, you're um, right. But I will say that I believe the, they're going to have a problem with the blonde friend oh you fit yeah where she's like um (laughs) what if she doesn't like when you have all these girlfriends that are just all over your dick all the time what 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 about then like she i I, yeah she she rubbed me the wrong way well she had a look on her face when she because when he told his friends basically like yeah i'm getting married at first sight and she's like well do you uh, is it going to be a problem that you have female friends and she has kind of this like look on her face, like it's not going to be right. And he he goes, well, I mean, I didn't think about that, but I mean, I guess if she has a problem with it, it might be an issue. And she was just kind of like, <laughs> like she wanted him to be like, well, fuck no. If she doesn't has a problem with me having female friends, I'll tell her where to go. Which obviously yeah. you shouldn't have a problem with that. But this girl, um, she was helping him put that ring together on that James Allen website, and she just looked like she wanted to put that on her own finger and. And live her yeah. life. Like I feel, I sense something a brewing in this. I, it's going to be a problem. I it, I bet you. Like during that, they had to go back, and they're like, "Wait a second. Um, it says here ring size is six. It's actually supposed to be seven. She's like, "Oh my my mistake." Like she put her own ring size in. <laughs> she seemed really into that. Like she was picking out her ring with him. Yes, I don't know. I don't know what it was, and I, I could be completely wrong. But I got a vibe that that. She, she has a bit of a, a crush on him. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know. We'll what see. Are, what's, what, are, what is the uh, over under? And I never know what that means. But what are the chances, if you will, that he has had sex with that blonde girl? I feel like pretty high. Really? Oh, you don't think they are just friends? Like, you don't think they could be just no, friends? No, I'm just, you know, he's referenced his past and, you know, a bit of a ladies' man. And he's made... Smashing chicks, you know, he said. Comments. He's done smashing yeah. chicks. Mm-hmm. He's he's smashed a bunch of chicks. And I just think maybe um, her her little area was had, had been part of his his smashing, smashing? path in the past <laughs> it's yeah it's possible uh i i definitely obviously am very uh confident that men and women can be friends without ever having any physical contact because i have plenty of them myself but i well and also, I, I did that myself too though yeah right yeah but i got the vibe from th- there's something up with this with these two mm-hmm. and i don't and and she's going to be a little protective and Stasia is going to be like, okay, this is my husband. I don't know. I don't know how it's going to go. I'm just making things up now, but you smell, you smell a little bit of a rat. And I like that. I like I when we sort of, we like to cause problems that don't exist yet and see if it goes anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I'm right there with you. Well, and then we saw him at the, you know, like smashing, slapping someone's ass. And it was just, there's just uh he could be trouble. He could be trouble. And he, he he's he's smart. He's an entrepreneur, he said. He talked about some, th- you know, things he used to do that like selling ripoff <laughs> Louis bags. And then he says he got, you know, course corrected here and there and, and that he's confident in himself and he, and he just wants someone to share that with and be a power couple. But I don't know. Well, she said and- she her a turnoff for her would be arrogance. And I f- I'm worried that he might. Mm hmm. He might go that direction. I swear to God, like production or they're like, so what, how would you describe yourself? And he'd be like, sometimes I can be arrogant and then be like, what's your biggest turn? It's honestly, it's such a foreshadow, I think, of what's to come. One thing he said that I thought was very interesting, and this was around when he was talking about his entrepreneurial spirit and blah, 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 and his past. He said it can be hard for women to get over my past. And then he didn't go on about it or, or like, you know, explain any more about what he meant. Like what, what the fuck's that mean? I don't know. I think probably there's, I think it's going to come out. I know. Well, it's like, yeah, as he said, smashing chicks and, and then even mm-hmm. on after party, Justin, um, was like, I think Keisha said something to the effect of what would you, tell you know you've met at this point in the show like you've met her husband and she hasn't because they all the guys met and all the girls met but Stasia hasn't met him yet and what would you tell her and he was like oh you know just to be open and he has a very open personality and so just be yeah. open and she was like what and he's like you know and then he like mumbled something about flirting and then everyone just got uncomfortable and including myself and I was like something yes this is gonna make me nervous yeah, no, you're right. They, they, I, I, they do make me nervous. Those two, they really, really do. It's a big season. It's a big season. There's a lot of people, and you know what? We, we can still keep going. We, this is, um, I know we've already kept you guys for a long time. So if you want to hear us keep talking about this uh, episode, go over to Patreon. Come join us. Yeah, we'll be over there. We'll be over there. Love you, Sarah. Love you. Bye. Bye.